skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's Just Two Movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies. My name is Daniel King. With me in the studio this evening, Jackson. Hey. What's up? What's going on, man? Been a while. It's been a minute. Been a while since you've been back on the show. We've actually been catching up. Yeah. Like, uh, the summer went by, and then it was like now. It's just like, wow. Yeah. It was crazy. And now, like, we're, now we're... It's been a minute. Well, by the time anybody listens to this, it'll be October. So even even more of a minute by then. Yeah. It's like a minute yeah. and a half. Exactly. <laughs> so if it's your first time tuning into the show, what we do is we watch two movies. One of them, one of us thinks is good. It's like a recommendation. The other one's got to do it as homework. The other movie just has something loosely in common with it. Maybe it's bad, schlocky, uh, old or poorly reviewed or whatever the situation is. Uh, and then we watch that one together, have a couple drinks, and then review it as well. Yep. Yep. So... Uh, <laughs> This was your pick? Yeah, so you asked me what kind of horror movies I like, and I'm like, ah, I think we did this last year, and then I was like, hmm, let me think of something new. Because last year, I think we did a zombie movie, and I threw a couple of movies at you. Oh, we did Train to Busan. Train to Busan. And then we did um, Tokyo that, that Zombie. Yeah, Train to Busan's a great fucking flick. Yeah. This time, I, don't know, I just threw a couple movies at you, and you're like, yeah, let's do Club Dread. It's like, yeah, let's do that one. I love Club Dread, but if you are not familiar, it is an R-rated 2004 horror comedy, hour 44 runtime. It's got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, 45 on TV Guide. 29? For real? Yeah. That's kind of low. 72% of Google users liked this movie. Now, I will say, this movie is very 2004. Yes. But because this is one of the first movies I ever just like went over to my friend's house and sat down and watched him was like, oh, it's the Super Troopers guys. Yeah. Cool. And we just watched it. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, I, I loved it, man. I just I loved it for probably all the wrong reasons. You said R-rated. I feel like this is like an NC-17 movie. Oh, it's R-rated, right? baby. Do, do they make NC-17 anymore? Like, is that a, is that a thing? I think so. Yeah, like, there so. used to be like, in, like X-rated. Like. NC seventeen, I don't. I don't, I don't when know. When was the last like movie over R? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm just Why don't like you Google it. I don't know. I don't want. You got to. a machine in your pocket that knows. I don't. Know I have that someone shit. at work that tells me to do that all the time. Like I kind of like the mystery, of not knowing and see if someone else knows. I don't yeah, know. that's. I'd true. rather not know if someone else doesn't know. Fuck uh, it. <laughs> Club Dread released February twenty seventh, two thousand four. Directed by Jade. I'm gonna butcher everybody's name that was in this and made it because they're difficult names to say. We forgive you. Uh, this is directed by Jay Tran Racecar. Hmm. Yeah, Jay <laughs> Chan Racecar. Sure. God, I think it is Racecar. Are you serious? Look, his last name is C H A N D R A S E K H A R. So that's like a Roscar, Roscar, maybe. Roscar. I don't know. Anyway, Roscar. this made made seven point six million dollars in the box office, distributed by Searchlight Pictures. Uh, stars, joy. Oh, 
motherfucker. Uh, J. Chan Rice Carr, that guy that I was talking about a minute ago. Kevin Hefferman, there we go, got that one. Steve Lemmy, got it. Paul Stote, Paul, oh shit, I did fuck it up. Paul Soder. Soder. And Eric Stolhansky, also starring Bill Paxton, Jordan Ladd, Brittany Daniel, Richard Perillo. Elena Lyons, Lindsay Price, and Dan Montgomery Jr. It's the blowjob guy from the beginning is Dan Montgomery Jr. A <laughs> <laughs> fun piece of trivia. All right. Now, if you're wondering to yourself, what blowjob guy? Let's paint you a quick picture. Jackson, what would you say this is about without spoiling it for anybody that actually wants to turn this off and go watch it? But Yeah, so I would highly recommend if you want to watch this movie and enjoy it, and really get it like the first first time. This is one maybe maybe pause this or or, or like go for watch real. It first. Like yeah. we're gonna like ruin it. So you should probably go watch it before you listen to this podcast. We're gonna get drunk and laugh at all the funny bits. Is what we're gonna do. We're gonna recall all the comedy together. It's a yeah. good time. So this movie is like if Hugh Hefner decided to make a horror film. This is what uh, a, a horror uh, who done it. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, yeah kind of. So, so, so uh, uh, here, I'll, sorry, I didn't paint the pic- picture. I had the, a different picture in my head. Quick summary. So, quick summary would be... Oh, it, fuck, did I miss that? Uh, people go to vacation on this island. Mm-hmm. Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. And uh, this island is awesome. It's like uh, Margaritaville, but different because everybody's expecting adult <laughs> things to happen. <laughs> That's funny. I think you mean Pina Colada Bird. Pina Colada Bird. <laughs> So everybody's thinking, uh, you know, adult things are going to happen here. They're expecting that. And then uh, and then uh, the staff finds out there's a killer amongst them Ooh. or among among the crowd that got brought in uh, for vacation on the island. Oh, yeah. They take like a cruise ship there. Yeah. And then they spend X amount of days on the island and then they take a cruise ship back. And then, uh, yeah, then it's a whodunit. Like, oh, there's a murder mystery going on and people are dying. Pretty brutally, too. Pretty brutally. And all the time. And you get to see the Super Trooper cops, like. All the rest of the time, everybody's getting in some good zingers. Yeah, there's a lot of good zingers. So there's good stuff in here. You got, uh, so we're going to go full tilt spoilers, fall spoilers for the rest of the, um, for the rest of the the thing, for the rest of the the show, the podcast, until the half is over. I kind of don't want to spoil this one, though, because I feel like. Oh, well, let's not spoil the killer. Okay. Let's not spoil the killer. I'll try not to. I, I won't. Even but, by process of deduction, it only takes it down to like four. I know, but it's, but it's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun not to know because when I first watched this, this was one of those movies like, where is this going? That I think I watched it without knowing that Broken Lizard, that group, mm-hmm. was actually like making films. Oh, they've got other movies. You ever watched, have you seen Super Troopers 2? Yeah. It's okay. It's not as good. Yeah. Have I don't seen, know. Have you seen Slammin' Salmon? No, I've seen. Hold on, I've it's seen. It's not funny. Beer fest. Yeah, hell yeah, you've seen beer fest. I did beer fest. You did beer fest. Yeah, we were th- we were <laughs> both there, weren't we? Oh man, that was a wild time. Man, that was a good time. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So anyway, back to the film. Uh, so they are in Pleasure Island, Costa Rica, and it shows. It shows all the people getting off the boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, first you get the cold open with the guy who's like, he's got two chicks in the jungle yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes back to, you get the you get the club dread cold open. So the guy's like, oh, 
flip a coin, heads or tails. <laughs> the, anyway, he's he's gonna bang these two girls got, in there. She's got, like, yeah, he's got oh. two chicks in front of him. She's like heads, and then she's giving him head, and she's like, what was tails? And he's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> and I just kept thinking, I was like, that joke has aged really well because everybody's eating ass now. It's gross. <laughs> I mean this this movie is very sexualized. Um, oh yeah, it's in I, like a comedy way. Yeah, but I, like Hugh Hefner, who done it? When she for real, like, that girl leans up in his ear. She's like, "I heard something," and he goes, "Was it a strange sucking sound?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, his I, fucking laugh kills me every time. I, I laughed at when he when he was like, uh, or she said like. And she licked his ear or something. He's like, too waxy. Yeah, is it too waxy? He's like, what? Like, it's like, who says that? <laughs> yeah, just super, super silly shit. And then, like, before they even get to that part, this is all in the cold open. There's like five, five pretty, pretty in your face jump scares. Yeah. Oh, they do a lot of jump scares at the beginning. Oh, for sure. I think they do that just to get your psyche into like, I don't know. Like in the jumpy mood because they start to slow down afterwards. Oh, yeah. So this this first interaction, this cold open. I, I actually I want to talk about this yeah, cold open for it. a second because I I it's a cool way to do it. It's not the only film to have done it, but what it's doing essentially is giving you a short film that takes place within the larger film. Right. It's they sh- three and a half minutes, four minutes maybe. Yep. But that there is even a final girl, and she's running, she's running, she's getting towards the cliff. It's like a, and, they, and then the killer's there, and she loses her footing, and she reaches out to grab something. She grabs that fucking machete, uh, and then fo- like she's trying to hold on to it. Oh god, that is. I feel like really, really well done. Like this, the, the blood and the cut, it, the cut of it, and everything. It looks, it looks very, very convincing, and also, oh, just absolutely fucking brutal. I feel like this scene could have been in the movie at any point. Right, mm-hmm. they could have just put the scene anywhere, but they're like, "This scene is so good. This is the whole movie. Let's Here's put the, it. Let's yeah. put it at the beginning. It's the idea. It's like a short film, a short film version of the whole movie yeah. as a cold open. Yeah, and then they go right back to people getting off the boat. Yeah, so it's like like an one hour, hour two, earlier, yeah, two hours earlier, or whatever it was. So, yeah, it's a great first opening scene because they they did it like that scene could have fit quite literally anywhere in the movie. It's like. Yeah, that works. So, when everybody's getting off the boat, I love this. I love this bit. It's like they're having all these bad interactions with the staff. Like the fun police guy's yeah, like, fun police. he's like, hey man, you got that bag of weed? And he's <laughs> like, ooh, sorry, bro. Let me know when you score some more. And then you hear that like, and it does the slow pan in on yeah. that guy. Like, ooh, he could be the killer. Yeah. And then it just happens for everybody for else. For everybody else. It's yeah. Like, Whoa. What's going on there? Oh man, I love that. I love that effect. Yeah, I, the, I think a lot of the sound design. There's in this there's is a real... lot of like intricate things that you probably like if you like in 2004 I wouldn't have thought no, of it at all. No, it's the but kind of I'm stuff like, I notice now. Now I'm like kind of picking it apart. I'm like that's actually really good. It's like awesome. I don't know. So you got Coconut Pete. It's Coconut Pete's Pleasure Island. Yeah, Coconut Pete. Bill Coconut. Paxton. 
Coconut Peace played by Bill Paxton. That's right. And he <laughs> is just fucking Jimmy Buffett, but somehow way more cheesy and horny. No, but he, he's pissed off. He's No, no. Oh, he hates Jimmy Buffett. He hates Jimmy Buffett because he did his thing first. Pina Colada Pina, Bird. Yes. I think you mean my song. Because he gets literally pissed off when someone brings up Margarita. Yeah. And and he's like, I'm not playing that. Like, he gets really sensitive about it. Playing by a campfire. And this drunk girl's like, Woo, Margaritaville. And he's like, (laughs) Darling, I think you mean Pina Colada Burke. And she's like, No. Like, after he explains it, he's like, I fucking wrote that song first. She's like, No, you're like Jimmy Buffett. He's like, Fucking hate Jimmy Buffett. Dude, oh Bill, man, Bill Paxton, one of the greatest cameos I've seen him in. Oh, it's like, not a cameo; it's a straight up role. Yeah, he's in like half the movie. I feel like he's. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just like it feels like a cameo because the crowd is the super trooper crowd. This is the most fun thing I've ever seen Bill Paxton in. Yeah, like he is a whoever this coconut Pete guy is. This <laughs> fictional coconut Pete guy. I want to hang out with that dude. I bought it a hundred percent that Bill Paxton that is Bill Paxton. Yeah. Uh, he did a great, he did a great job for this weird fucking hack character who just wants to have sex with strangers and get drunk all day. Yeah. I mean, it's literally the R version of what Jimmy Buffett would be like Hugh Hefner. If like, if he turned into oh, Hugh yeah. Hefner and he's yeah, like, I want an island. If you have, if Hugh Hefner was Jimmy Buffett, was, was Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> this right. is what you would get. Yeah. Or if Jimmy Buffett had Hugh Hefner money and was sleazy, sleazier, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, intro the intro the crew. You're you're all the people that work there. I'm not saying their names again, but you've got Putman. I will say him one more time. Shit, you've got uh, Jason Racer uh, playing Putman, Kevin Hefferman playing Lars, Steve Lemmy playing Juan Divemaster. Paul Soder playing Dave, the DJ. Eric Stolhansk playing Sam, the fun police, and Bill Paxton as Coconut Pete. Jordan Ladd as Penelope. Yeah, I fucking almost said Penelope. Uh, Penelope. Brittany Daniel as Jenny. Uh, Richard Perello as Cliff. Elena Lyons as Stay. Uh, Lindsay Price as You. And then Dan Montgomery Jr. as the blowjob guy. Okay. Can I go through this and tell you how I remember each each character? Yes. Because I first saw this after I watched Super Troopers when it first came out. And I didn't realize it was the same group when I first watched this. Okay. So I was like, oh, Lars, he's Farva. Rabbit, who's the rookie, mm-hmm. he's the fun police. Yep. Juan, um, <sighs> what was he? Who was he? Rico? Yeah, uh, maybe it was... I can't remember his name in Super Troopers. Thorny? No, no, no. no. Thorny's uh, the hippie guy and... Yeah. He's with the The dreads. tennis instructor. The tennis instructor yeah. is, is Thorny. So, Paul Sauter. Soder, yeah. Car- Carl hey. Foster. Now I forgot, like... But anyway, Farva was Lars. Yeah. That's kind of how I remembered stuff. I was like, oh. Yeah, they play other people in a different thing. Because some of them, I remember them from Beer Fest. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, fuck yeah. I think, was Super Troopers first, though? It was. I think it had to be. It was Super Troopers, Club Dread, 
And then Beer Fest. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And then Slammin' Salmon, and that didn't go over very well. <laughs> I don't remember that one, so... It was not good. <laughs> That's why you don't remember it, because it's pretty much like Beer Fest. Imagine Beer Fest, but the, the brewery that they live at, instead of being a brew house, it's a fish house. Oh, that's terrible. It's just a fish restaurant. What a terrible idea. And kind of the same thing. Well, there's not an international fishing <laughs> Is competition. Is it just ice cold the entire time? Just frozen? It's waiting meets the Schnitz and Giggle Tavern. Schnitz and Giggle Tavern. <laughs> the, but the movie Waiting, it's that. Okay. I probably, I'll watch it at some point just because I like that crew. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm if I recall, I think there might be a good joke or two in it, but I don't know, it's kind of. That doesn't have the same amount of heart in it, I right. guess. Right. They're probably like, oh, we've made our money. So you, you meet you meet all your main characters or whatever. They're the staff at this island resort. It's the only resort on the island. Yep. They're the, the whole, only people on the island. They're the only people on the island. Is those staff, Coconut Pete, and the fucking the tourists. Yeah. yeah. So you intro the, tr- the crew, and they've got this fucking board out back it's like a like a duties board where people get stars and points and yeah it's like, like a guess big this guess this coconut pete song not as well it's like a scoreboard like if you're in the jungle like at work yeah. at work in the jungle it's a scoreboard <laughs> i don't know that's uh okay also notably on this board there's the like guess this coconut pete song and then it'll have lyrics to a coconut pete song because that comes back into play story-wise um but Pretty much straight away, you get the kill of the the dishwasher. Yeah, he's gonna like pick up trash yeah, or whatever. He's, uh, he's he's a goner real quick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they they take the thing off the scoreboard after the killers like killed a few people, right? Mm-hmm. And like they cross off the names of the people that have died. Mm-hmm. And they all had screwed this one chick, <laughs> right? And they <laughs> so all like, somebody's jelly. <laughs> And they all think that it's this maniac that lives in the jungle called Machete Phil. Yeah. He started a campfire. It's kind of terrifying. And he's like, let me tell you the story about Machete Phil. He used to live on this island. He went fucking crazy. Killed all the staff. Fucking cut off his own penis. And ran screaming into the jungle. And you can still hear him today. Where's my penis? Where's my penis? Where's my penis? And then his his, his buddy stands up. And his pants drop, and he's got his dick tucked between his legs, and he's like, that boy was me! <laughs> and then after everybody like has a laugh and runs out, they're like, come on, free drinks, or whatever. Everybody runs off, and the other guy stands out. He's like, Putman, you fucking dick. Because he was, he was going to do it. He was the one telling the whole story, you yeah. know what I mean? Ah, good stuff, good jokes. Man, this makes me want to go on vacation without the murder part. Like, I, I would have that. had a good time, you know? I could see that. Yeah, I could see this be appealing without oh, yeah. murder. <laughs> without... You mean vacation. That's... <laughs> you just mean vacation is what you mean. Well, I mean, this one. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it would be a cool spot. So they have little, the like the fun police guy. He makes sure that people are like having play, fun, playing games, enjoying themselves, getting getting wasted or, you know, whatever. Which is kind of a thing in Mexico, like at the resorts. Yeah, like, they have fun police. Yeah, they're extra. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, they're just extra. They're like, all right, this guy or this girl. It's like, all right, get on my business a little bit. I'm just on vacation. 
But that, but you recognize it because like that's what they're there for. It's like to get people kind of moving and stuff. So sorry, I keep fucking yawning. I'm fucking yawning, making me want to yawn. I don't yawn all fucking night. I sit in here to talk. Yawning, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm fucking putting them to sleep over here. So the fun police has got him playing this weird Pac-Man game in a hedge maze. <laughs> yeah. How sick does that look? That looks pretty awesome. It looks well. pretty fun. It's like while you're Pac-Man. You have to like you run through the. It, there's music playing over the loudspeakers. Yeah. It's the Pac-Man music. So there's three. There's three Hold girls. Hold on, Danny. Explain Pac-Man. Okay, Pac-Man. He's a little flappy mouth man, mm-hmm. and he eats. He eats uh, dots. So he chases he, these ghosts. No, the ghosts chase him. Oh, the ghosts chase him until he gets the special. The when the things flash, he gets a flashing. Dot. Like, like he eats a, a thing. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the ghosts flash blue and white and, and he, he can, can eat them. He can eat them. Yeah, exactly. So you so got to I asked that because it's been a while since I've thought about Pac-Man as a story or even as a as a game. It's like how's that fit in? And it's like that would be super fun to actually play. In a corn maze or something. Yeah. It's like, man, this would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. You're not boring me. I'm not tired. I just can't stop yawning. I slept like five and a half hours last night. I don't even think of that long, honestly. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's Pac-Man. But what they're doing is they're doing this shit in a hedge maze. And the guy has to fucking run and and get these, like, balls, which is just like a grapefruit on a, on a fucking tiki stand. Mm-hmm. It has, like, liquor in it, one should assume. And then the music changes. And then the three girls that are chasing him as the ghosts, they take off their tops. And then they, he, he gets to chase him and he's tickling him. Or I don't know what the fuck he's I doing. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, maybe it's a dull just, place. Maybe he just know. gets him and they have to go back to the uh, starting point <laughs> in the corner. That's how it used to go. They go to the middle. Right? And yeah. They you go around. to the middle. Like the ghosts go right back to the middle. Uh, Yeah. So I guess. But either way, though, that, I kind of want to play Pac Man in real life right now. That Pac Man game of tag, it looks really fun. Like. I've got Pac-Man in uh, the metaverse. We could play. We, That'd be pretty we, cool. We play Pac-Man after this. No, but like in real life. <laughs> oh, I don't like, like how they're kind of do it, but like kind of like virtually, maybe. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that'd be a pretty cool virtual game. That would be cool. That would bringing the oldies cool. back into the newies. Hell yeah, into the newies. That's yeah. what we're calling them. <laughs> the newies. I mean, we are the lazy. bridge here. I mean, we are the bridge of the pre-internet to internet. We can do it. We can do it. Bringing the oldies to the newies. When they, when they're like, because the fruit, there's fruit in Pac Man too. And there's a, there's not a pretzel. I don't it think. makes you go faster. Is there a pretzel? Yeah, it makes you go faster. But it gives you, gives you power up or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> the pretzel's banging the watermelon and the pear's the only one that's getting in the maze. He's like, hey, sorry. He's like, I'm on break. He's like, sorry, man. Sacrifices you got to make, pear. <laughs> and he was eating a pear at the same yeah. time, like just wearing a pear costume, eating a pear. Come on, it's hilarious. It, I mean, it was. It was great. It's yeah. great comedy. So he gets caught, and the, the pear guy gets caught in the maze, uh, and then he gets his belly slashed open, but it's obviously just the pear costume. Right. But it's guts and blood and guts and stuff inside of it. That's I just thought that's a really fun, like, noteworthy effect. No, I loved it. I loved, uh, like, because there was thought behind, like, it wasn't just random, you know. It was There was thought behind it, which was a funny thought behind a scary movie or whatever. Like, how do you make a joke out of a horror movie and keep it kind of funny? Yeah, it's... And they it's, did They did that. It's rare when they get one right in the pocket, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. really, really good ones. Uh, so they the the staff figures it out. They've got a killer on their hands. The radios are smashed. The boats are sunk. One of them set out to sea. 
what do now? Yeah, so don't tell the guests that they're trapped on an island. <laughs> right. Yeah. With yeah. the with the killer. It's the uh played by the the like enforcer type guy played by MC Ganey. He's like the security dude. He, he's golden. I, in that I believed role. in him the entire time. I was like, yep. I believe in this guy. He's gonna kill the killer. He's gonna get him. He's just gonna fucking he knew, cuss him and he'll have he a knew heart the attack. guy was left handed. Hard as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know the guy was fucking left handed. Damn, he know he knows. This That's ice cold. It's like Dog the Bounty Hunter got trapped on an island. Like he knows. And just drunk. He was drunk. He's like, oh, you, you have never even been to war. He lifts up his shirt. He's got a gnarly <laughs> scar. He's like, I would stuff my guts back in my pocket and walk 20 clicks in Nicaragua or whatever. Yeah, he says like, something just ridiculous. hard as fuck, man. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, man. So they, they he's like, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to tell the guests because then we'll have 1,500 maniacs on our hands. Right now we just got one. So that's not too bad. And the killer is only targeting staff. Right. Not guests. So they decide to, they're going to have like a luau night. And then the staff are going to like break in and check everybody's rooms. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they get back and they're like, anything to report from the rooms? And he's like, no, no, nothing. Like, uh, the guy in 14 had wooden. a wooden Bible. <laughs> it's like, he had a wooden <laughs> Bible. That is weird. And they write it down. They're like, mm, okay, that's good. That, that's is, good. that is actually weird. <laughs> that is, yeah. Hmm. That's kind of red flaggy. It's, it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like... Like, if you brought that on a plane and you had to explain it, like, oh, it's just wood. <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, uh, it's just a wooden uh, Bible. <laughs> See, I don't know what's more bizarre is would it just be giant tablets or would it be just a, like a, a book with a wooden cover? I mean, it had, um, I'm thinking tab, <laughs> I'm thinking tablets, like, like feathered in like tablets, like they're all wood. That's fucking crazy. It's like man. a small tree. <laughs> There's <laughs> the bit when before uh, before M- M- MC Ganey gets fucking killed, the security guy. Yeah. When he's like, oh, the killer's walking up to him. And he's like, there's always one fuckhead trying to shit in the apple pie. Well, you just shit in the one pie who knows yeah. how to shit back. He completely missed his responsibility, too. Right. Like, this is the guy you're looking for. Just plug him. And you're just like, oh, there's this guy. He's being a jerk off. Playing a joke. Just calls him a fucking shithead. <laughs> the one like, pie oh. that knows how to shit back. I fucking love that. <laughs> the, the jokes, a bunch of the jokes, like the jokey stuff that's in there. And they're, there's a lot of it. It's a very jokey well, movie. I, I wouldn't even say they're zingy because they are built. They're, it's it's on, like a joke within a joke. Like the on, Pac-Man thing. It's on point for me. There's some dated stuff in here. Like when the two guys are doing a chest bump and he's like, oh, don't be gay, bro. You know what I mean? Like that. Like that's, that's very dated that's stuff. And there's some of that in here. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, dude, she's the new Amy Aerobics. <laughs> Where he's like, oh, what happened to the old Amy Aerobics? I don't know. She died. Oh, man. How'd she die? She didn't have a fat ass. I'll tell you that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys, hilarious. They're hilarious. They just are repeat offenders. And yeah. they just pop up. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, well, the guy that... Is in the pool with uh, the Joe Dirt girl. What, Brandy? Yeah. Brandy, Brandy from Joe Dirt? That's how I remember people. Yeah. For, <laughs> oh, it's so-and-so from that other movie. Um, Like, Do he, you think he, he has a bunch of zingers. He's like, you, oh, there's something in the water. When you watched Django Unchained, were you like, that's Jack from Titanic? No. That's Leo. 
Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I, there's a certain level of uh, character that you build. And like, all right, that's, you know, that person. Like, they earned their actor spot almost oh, yeah. within my head. <laughs> they earned that space. Now they're a household name. Yeah. But if I've only seen you in one movie, it's like, that's who you are for a minute. The, the They figure it out. They figure it out. They crack the code. It's about a Coconut Pete song from an album or whatever. They play backwards. And they're, they're playing if they're trying to get clues <laughs> from this song or whatever. But the album, I just want to say, was called Sea Shanties and Wet Panties. <laughs> and Bill Paxton is, he He's is like, oh, on point for that. I was doing so much LSD back then. <laughs> he was like, they're like, you don't remember the own... Your only album from 78? He's yeah. like, I don't even know I released an album in 78. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you don't even know the lyrics to your own song? And he's like, I don't even know... <laughs> I know we released an album. Yeah, he's like, it. I don't remember making the album. So. <laughs> it's like, uh, man, yeah, Bill Paxton's a lot of fun in this man. It's just, it's really cool to see him do. It's kind of shame, some, man. Not seeing him around like kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, big fan of Bill Paxton. Yeah, this is a fun, Twister, fun man. role for him. We should have got some more of this, this, uh, this kind of lively stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the killings are linked to this fucking stupid song. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So now they decide they decide they checked all the rooms on the island except for the staff's rooms. Yeah. So they decide to go check those out. And Lars has a super fucking creepy coconut. So, so let's talk about shrine. Lars for a second. Lars yeah. So Lars, aka Farva in my language. Yeah. It's English. <laughs> I know what that um, means. So he is this weird like medical west or Eastern med- medicine he's healer. He's a massage therapist. Massage therapist. Yoga yeah. and he's, guy. And he's into it and he can like make girls orgasm by touching somebody, some some point of their body like on yeah. their face. <laughs> Tang Chi. Yeah. Heaven point or whatever he says. Uh, so like he he is an extra over the top nice guy that you suspect the entire time. It's like, mm-hmm. hmm. A little too nice. A little too nice. It's like, you're a little too weird, man. And he's got those <laughs> swords and shit, because he's doing, like, I don't know, like, yoga with swords. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. But he has a shrine. Big coconut peach shrine. Really creepy, really serial killery. So they're like, oh, what the fuck, man? They lock him up. And yeah, they like, right, Yeah, if nobody It's dies, kind of a whatever. shitty move, though. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to lock me up, why doesn't everybody get locked in their own room? Like, Right. Then you'd find out real quick. Like who the weird one was, like yeah, I'm not getting locked in, but like they lock him in a room with a deadbolt or whatever. Right. He's like, have you ever heard the term sitting duck? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. So they they get him locked in there. Somebody else dies or somebody else gets attacked. I don't exactly remember what happens. It doesn't matter. Uh, they decide to go let Lars out, but he's already escaped. He's already escaped. So even more evidence to point that it should be Lars. One of the one of my favorite scenes, and that's not favorite, but like mm-hmm. one of one of the good scenes that I I think of was uh, when Juan has this chick. So Juan's like this over sexualized dude that's on this island that yeah. bangs all the tourists, basically. Yeah. And then he gets this one chick comes up to him and is like, "Hey, want to walk down the beach with me?" And he's like. In this moment, he's scared. Like he's yeah. like, I don't know who the killer is. Like, he knows there's a killer. He looks down the beach. It's really dark. It's and really quiet dark down there. And he's, he's like, like uh, it is good here. It's good you here. know, <laughs> like this dude is shook the entire time. Uh, so he's like, all right, I think it might be this chick that just asked me to do this because he ran yeah. away from this girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure did. So like he ran away, and then like, like all right, 
who do you think it is? And like, it might she, be this chick. She even has a confession to make. Yeah. So I just I'm, tried to run away from my old life. But so I can't hide it. I want to let's bring her to my room, figure it out. She's an Olympic gold medalist gymnast. <laughs> and in that moment, three of the other staffers are in the closet all watching. Of his, all of his fears are dissolved because he, he could, but because he could not go through this on his own. He had to make sure that he was protected. He's like, right. You guys got to be in the closet to watch, make sure she's not a killer. Yeah. So. So he's banging, he's banging her forever. She gets up and goes to the bathroom, and he's like, he's like, I don't, sh- I don't, I'm not sure, I'm not sure few, yet. Need a few more hours to bump her for information. <laughs> uh, he's got this really Latino accent, like his his that guy in particular. If you look at his roles from fucking yeah, this to Super Troopers to Beer Fest, yeah, wow, man, he he just he's got some range. He can he do does. some different stuff. As long as it's fucking silly and it's he's silly. having fun. It has to be silly. He's into it, man. It's good stuff. I mean, he's, he's the guy good at it. A, we going to Mexico, boys? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then he's the, the fucking nerdy, he's the fucking nerd guy in Beer Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Finkelstein. And that's what oh, I kind of, I really love about this crew, like this, or this, this group in general is like. They're not the same. They don't play the same character. No, movie to movie, and it's like, oh, yes, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just that they're they're a refreshing bunch. Uh, I wish they had more hits. To be honest with you, so there's a bit. I'm gonna fast forward a bit. Yeah, we'll uh, talk there's for a, a minute. there's a bit where Putman is getting. He's the killer's coming at him, and they've handcuffed him to the bed and lost the key. Yeah. <laughs> remember that bit. And he's like, hand me my racket. <laughs> and he's just hitting tennis balls at the killer who's like walking super slow. Yeah. And then there's a bit when he hits him in the balls and it's like, ting. So the killer in this movie does walk, he does a Jason walk. And when he hits him in the balls and it goes, ting, <laughs> he goes, machete, Phil. I knew it was you. <laughs> and he fully dies knowing that it was machete. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "What? Well, what are we gonna do?" Because the killer's like, "Just do your jobs, and everybody will survive." So that's yeah. What, that's don't what don't tell the tourists whatever. Yeah, just do your jobs. You'll get out of here alive. And they're like, "All right, well, what are we gonna do? Let's fucking it's fucking Saturday night or whatever. We gotta throw a fucking huge party. That's like, what we that's what we gotta do." Yeah, and then uh, they they start to uh, go to the beer fountain, and it turns out to be blood, and it's gross. The blood fountain, it's super a, gross. <laughs> It's not a it's not a beer fountain. It's a um God, what is it called? Well, I got you can drink beer from it. It's a shot slide. Shot, yeah. Yeah, shot slide. You ever done one of those? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. it has been a while. I did one of those back in the day. It was uh <clears throat> back in the day. It was pretty gross because like everybody put everybody their mouth else on put it. their damn yeah. mouth on it. Yeah, yeah it was in college. I was super <laughs> wasted though. So I was like, Nobody yeah, like when wow. you're that age, like nobody gives a shit. It's like just do it. So what do you think of the the Putman stuff? Here here's what I'm gonna say. The next part is the reveal, and then they run away from the reveal, and they have to get away like very Jason Voorhees Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Style. So like, if we're gonna reveal after this, no, we're not gonna reveal. Oh, we're not. Okay. That's the rest of the movie. Here's what I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. I just want to go like through the mill. I want to pick out the characters and see like kind of what you thought of each character. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did like, you think of Putman, the or, tennis, the tennis instructor? I didn't think much of him. You're supposed to not like. You're supposed to not like him. I didn't think much of him. It's like yeah. there's the. I do like. <laughs> I I gave him very little attention, so that is yeah. me not liking him. I'm right. Like, nah, whatever. Uh, I do like the scene where he has that weird dream. 
where he's like, oh, the killer's coming after him. It takes off the mask and it's oh, him. yeah. And he's like, it's you. And he's like, come on, give us a kiss. And he makes out with himself. Super fucking weird. And then he wakes up in Fargo in, in front of him. And then he just runs off into the woods. Yeah, he does. He freaks it's like out. And exactly runs off the what woods. happens in his dream. He just runs off. Into, it's like, yep. bro, are you dumb? Like, right. But he, he's super like, he, he wants to be overly nice, but he's also overly kind of creepy. It's like, bro, ch- like, pull back some. <laughs> he's a little bit of a dick, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? How about, um, how about Farva? How about, uh, Lars? Lars, yeah. Pleasant surprise as a character, honestly. It's one of the like when the movie opens, I'm like, oh man, kind of hate him. Like first time I'd seen Kinda this, first him. time I'd seen this, being a fan of Super Troopers, uh, I saw him get off the boat and I was like, oh, it's Farva, and I'm like, well, he's got a weird ponytail like, wig, and what is like, going on here? Oh, fuck, I hate this. Uh, but giving it time to fucking marinade, yeah, I like him as that character. He, like it's funny it. that it's him. If you were to only watch this movie. And know him only from this movie? You'd be like, yeah, Lars. Sure, whatever. Yeah. How about um, how about Juan? Juan was awesome. For one, when they're in the scene and they're like, who done it kind of thing. And like, mm-hmm. oh, they're pulling up like the staff's history. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're like, you're in Costa Rican jail. That's pretty hardcore, yeah, dude. you're in Costa Rican prison. What the fuck? And like everybody, he's like, no, I'm not going to say what. You know, and like they're trying to get out of him. He's like. They they think he's a killer, so he's like, "All right, I got to I got to say this." He's got to fess up. He's like, "All right, guys, I went to jail because I fucked a goat." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I fucked that goat." Yeah, he has he has this great accent, really thick accent. <laughs> it's uh, delightful. Yeah, so that's a, that's what he was locked up. And Bray's like, "Jesus, man!" Yeah, he's like, "Okay, you could have killed somebody." It she been was better. a beautiful soul. It might have been better. It might have been better if you just said you killed somebody. But it, it was hilarious the way he set it up. Yeah, I liked his. Um, I liked his whole thing. His uh, he was laying it on real thick, and it was just it was working. Yeah, you know what I mean, it just worked out. Like, like all the jokes were really set up with even within this scene. Like we think about Brandy. I forgot her name in this. Yeah, Brandy. Uh, the 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 one the, Joe Dirt the one woman girl. that's in it besides Penelope. 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 Um, Brandy was she was good. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's. I mean, she was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, it was fine. She she didn't get to do a whole lot of jokey no, it stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't. She did her part, I guess, as far as the movie goes. Like she didn't have a chance to, maybe like, like show her range. I don't know. I have no idea. I think one of the funniest people in it is the DJ. Yeah, he's hilarious. He was hilarious in Super Troopers too. Yeah, he's what is he? He's in Super the fishing Troopers? guy. That's what I think of him. He's not Rabbit. He's the cop that starts having sex with the police officer. Yeah. He's the the sheriff that starts having sex with the police officer. On the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's the redhead guy. Is is it redhead? Yeah. Yeah, He's a redhead redhead. guy. And curly hair. Yeah. But yeah, he's the DJ. He's just doing a bunch of ecstasy, spinning records all the time. (laughs) He's super fucking high. He's like, hey, how about you give me one of those drinks or whatever? She's like, they're so spoken for. He's like, fucking bitch. Slow motion. He's like, fucking bitch. Bitch, and it's that wah, like maybe he's the killer. Or, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Very funny stuff with him. Thought he's, uh, you know, I would, I would say great casting. But if these guys make a movie, these are the people that are going to be in yeah. it. So it's like it's like if Adam yeah. Sandler had a crew, well, which he kind of does. He but does. These guys started from the 
very beginning, you know, with, like, together. What do you think about old Fun Police? So, he was Rabbit in Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. And he was over the top, like, completely different character in this movie. He's real cocky. He's real cocky, and he's the fun police. Except for that guy that stole his bag of grass. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fun. He, it's not, not, not like, fun. He's not liking that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, um, and then Bill Paxton. This Bill Paxton's eight. perfect for, he, I mean, what a great actor, dude. Like, right. Seriously, it's like, man, that's range. Yeah. Yeah, the the if if you're not into like the 2004s comedy thing or whatever, it is cool just to see Bill Paxton play Coconut Pete. Yeah, because it's a it's a different role than what he normally plays, and he's in quite a bit of the movie, and he's pretty funny. Yeah, he's very funny. It's like when he gets pissed off at that, he gets he's a little sensitive. He gets fucking pissed off at that girl uh, about that the, the fucking the Margaritaville thing. Yeah. And he walks off, and his buddy's like, "All right, come on, let's get you out of here." He's like, "Mother, motherfucker, <laughs> son of a son of a bitch!" It's like this happens all the time. Kind yeah, of the problem, oh, dude, he's process. so fucking mad. Oh. And there's another scene I can't remember where he's kind of like that, where he's very sensitive to something. He's like, "Nope," <laughs> he's like, "Nope." I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it was funny. We're not gonna spoil it. We're not gonna. We're spoil not gonna. The, spoil we're not gonna spoil the rest of it. Because um, so I will say what, about this movie is a fun step when you know. Oh, when you know the killer, mm-hmm. it's not as good. I don't. I don't know. It's it's good, but it's like the first time. I, first time you watch it, it's the best. Come for the mystery, stay for the jokes. Yes. Yeah. Good stabby. Yeah. Good stabby horror fun light thing to watch. Murder, murder mystery. Yeah, probably not. Not for your kids though. Obviously. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, it's a very NC seventeen. Whatever, man. What, what you whatever you want with your kids. Your no, kids. no. Do not let them watch this. <laughs> yeah, I would say probably not. Not for me. Not for my kids. But you know, whatever. Um, it, there's an age limit for things. You know. Yeah. This this is there's a definite age limit on this one. Yeah. So how many machete? Thumbs. Uh, machete Would you thumbs. give this out of Ooh, 10? Mach- you know how sharp those ten for you? Yeah. Yeah. Dang, they're very just, difficult just to wield. Just... 10 big old fat machete thumbs. I would give this eight machete thumbs. Eight machete thumbs. Sharp, though. I like it. It'd be very I sharp. Like I think I'm just going to echo that and also go eight nice. machete thumbs. Just a good fun flick. I mean, I knew it was when I picked it, but it's not very often... It's not very often we watch something that I would consider to be like, since 2004 happened, I would consider this to be a heavy rotation film for me, because I watch it probably every couple of years. Yeah. Um, I hadn't watched it in a long while, so but I knew who the killer was, so I was uh, like- Ah, bummer. Yeah, I was like, it kind of ruined the, like, the mystery part of it. Like, mm-hmm. there's- like I always thought like this movie was great because it had the jokes within the kind of the scary setting- and they set set him up well, and then like after you take the mystery out, it kind of takes away from the jokes too. Mm, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's that's gonna do it for the first half of the show. That's eighty percent thumbs for Club Dread. Club Dread. I bet you guys haven't even heard of that. Some some people probably. I think probably most of our audience is is about our age, however old oh. that might be. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go watch another vacation type uh, slasher stabby stabby thing. Uh, at the recommendation of uh, good Mr. Wicker, good Mr. Doug Wicker, because uh, I was like, hey, what should I pair with this? And he's like, well, I've got a couple options for you, A, B, or C. We're going to go watch Taurus Trap. So we will be back. Here's a little bit of heavy metal music, and uh, heavy metal. we'll be right back. 
We're back. We watched Taurus Trap. Oh, fucking what was that? Uh, <sighs> well, Danny, I will never watch that movie again. Thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I got to tell you, man. This, so Taurus Trap is a 1979 horror slasher. One hour, 30 minute runtime. Uh, we rented it on Prime. It's got a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.8 out of 5 on Shudder, 87% of Google users like this movie. Release date March 14th, 1979, directed by David Schmoller. Schmoller. Music by Pino Donagio. Donagio. Yeah, Pino Donagio. Uh, budget $350,000, stars Chuck Connors, Tony Roberts, Jocelyn Jones, Don Jeffrey, Robin Sherwood, John Van Ness, and Victoria Reichert. Yep, sure does. So, a couple of things about Taurus Trap. Where do you want to start? It's, it starts innocent enough, and it's kind of schlocky and shit, but I gotta tell you... 45 minutes into this, or maybe an hour into it, there's a bit that gets rather uncomfortable. And then that it like stays at that stays level of like, actually, level. this would be quite terrifying. Yeah, me and Danny started talking like, all right, imagine if you were in the 1970s and you're imagining going on a vacation taking and you your, just taking, watched this taking damn your, movie. Taking your best girl to the drive-in. Yeah. You know what I mean? This movie is in 20 whatever we're in. 22. I don't want to like date ourselves. Here's what's going to fuck your world up. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Have to drop a bomb on you. It's rated PG. Nah. Yep. This is it rated PG. Didn't show it on Google. I had to look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. They need to rewrite that because <laughs> this movie is terrifying for me as an adult. There, it is there uncomfortable. Is, there is like torture in this. It's that uncomfortable. Is, that is uh, that is uncomfortable torture. Yeah. And it like, here's the thing is this thing from 1979 when you go to the one of the opening scenes where there's a guy and he's like, ah, puppets, ah. Yeah, it's like, ha like, that's going to yeah, be dumb. Ha, this is, be, this right. is silly. This is one of those movies that, you know, whatever. Yeah, just real dumb character choices and stuff like that. And then it escalates into this thing that is wholly more horrifying. It escalates uh, into this Buffalo Bill So briefly, what would, you, what would you say this is about, Jackson? Whew, this is about a psychopath killer that... Has killed a lot of people and turned them into wax, and then he lives among the wax people. No, they're like dolls. Or, I don't think they're wax. I think they're wax, and they can only move their eyes. I don't think they're wax. They're like mannequins. Yeah, 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 they are mannequins. So mannequin wax. I couldn't think of the word mannequins. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, you know. You know, uh, man, akin. <laughs> <laughs> Points. All right. So, so what would you say this is about? Yeah, you said yeah, uh, we've determined like a, we've determined mannequins. Like it's a Buffalo Bill dude that is pretty crazy, turns people into mannequins in a very claustrophobic, torturous way. And then uh, that's all I remember, man. I'm terrified. Okay, so some <laughs> people are on vacation. They stop at a tourist trap. You know, it's got. Okay, you're gonna explain it way better than me. Yes. Yeah, it's good. I got you. Don't worry about it. It's got signs, and it's like, oh, room and board, cold drinks, whatever. I can't remember the name of the the place itself. No idea. Anyway, they they go there and they meet the owner guy, and he's nice enough. He's very jovial and and fun and having a good time. Mm-hmm. 
And then slowly but surely, they start getting killed by these puppet mannequin dolls or whatever. And then it's it's revealed that there's an actual murderer. Yeah, and the murderer controls these dolls with his eyes or mental telep- telepathy yeah, or something. Yeah, that was one thing I was a little fuzzy on. Maybe I missed because we were having a chat. We were still catching up, you know, yeah. while we're watching it. And uh, we missed a, a bit of dialogue in the beginning, and I'm wondering if he covered that or maybe. But he like he was controlling like he was a puppet master to an extent. Like yeah, he's controlling all the mannequins that were in the house. The mannequin eyes would start to move and follow somebody. Oh yeah, it got really creepy. At so like the level of creepiness like just escalated. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think about? Okay, so here's the here's the spoiler is the the sweet old man that owns the place is actually the the murderous puppet master man. Yeah, and he says he has a brother. He says he has a brother. And then he lets them run away and then he catches them. Yeah. Again? Like, whoa, dude. Yeah, he is fucking sick. Uh so anyway, it's that's the big spoiler. I gotta like shake this off me right now. There are some like the I wouldn't even necessarily say the way that it's shot, but that bit when he's plastering that girl's face. It's uncomfortable. That is that is it's claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. It does it does uh induce those feelings. Okay, hold on. Let me like stretch real quick. Okay. Go ahead and like explain. Well I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna back up a bit, but I wanna get I wanna get there. Uh, so a couple of things I want to pick apart. So number one, what did you think of the puppet m- mask? Like when he's dressed up like the lady or whatever, and he's wearing that mask. So that's... yeah, so he wears a few different masks. He wears a an mm-hmm. Asian mask, like uh, what's what's the dolls or what? Like they dress up as I can't remember. Anyway, geishas. Geishas. Okay. Like he has one of those masks. He has an Elvis mask. Mm-hmm. He has a few different masks. They're all kind of terrifying because he has the same weird undertone voice underneath all of them. Well, yeah. Yeah, he does like, have a – he's got a creepy – he's kind of doing the thing Christian Bale does for Batman. But, but in creep, a murderous way. Creepier, yeah. In a in a much more sure of himself like, I feel like this guy might have been a psychopath. Like in real life. Like whoever played <laughs> this guy, like I'm genuinely like concerned. That would be... Or whoever the, like, the director was. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That would be Chuck Connors. All right, Chuck. Did you kill anybody lately? Because it's weird. Like, you fit, you fit the role a little too well. That's all I'm saying. Man, yeah, there is, a, there is a section of this that is largely really creepy. And I'm not the guy that's like, do I like dolls? No. Am no. I afraid of dolls? Also, no. I'm a grown man. Yeah, me, me and you at the beginning, like, we were kind of just, like, chatting because... Nothing in the very beginning nothing of the movie really, was very inter- nothing really interesting. Nothing really crazy like, happening oh, or very oh, compelling. mannequins, okay, it's going to be a wax type movie, yeah. whatever. Until the first guy gets murdered. Yeah. Which, one thing that I hadn't thought about is that guy that gets murdered up top, he's in the rest of the movie. He's a doll. Uh, he that is. Was, that's the reveal at the end when he like pops he his looks, arm off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Pops his arm off and pops his head off. So he was the that first. Movie, this movie is truly a terrifying. Don't, don't watch this movie. Like, no, I'm not. You a can big watch s- it. This is here's what this is for. This is not for a casual horror fan. I don't think. I think conceptually, this this might fuck you up if like, you're I not wanted into to hold horror on to Danny for a little bit. <laughs> uh, I wanted to like get get a blankie genuinely for part of it because I'm like this fucking maybe it's just me and the the few things that I am like truly scared of yeah uh being suffocated being suffocated is one is pretty fucking high on the list 
And ex- having someone explain the suffocation process. It's like, oh, oh, okay. So we're gonna, let's, fast, let's fast forward to that. <laughs> so he finally, he gets this girl and he's got everybody else chained up and tied up and shit. And he's got this girl and he's got her fucking strapped down and she's crying like, please don't do this. And he straps her head down. He's like, like a mental patient strapped her head yeah. down with a belt around her forehead. Oh, to and, the- and he is straight up like, here's what's going to happen. And he's telling her what he's doing while he's doing it. You can like, he's describing, he's like, right after I cover your mouth, you're going to start to panic. Because he's putting this plaster on her. And he's like, oh, the plaster is like burn your skin once it starts to cure. And and one of the things that he says at the very beginning, he goes, you're not going to die. He's like, you'll die. You'll die. Right. You'll die. Right. First. I was like, okay, that's a weird thing to say. And then he starts to explain it, and I'm like, oh, fuck. While he's doing it, yeah, it's pretty like, fucked okay, up. Okay, this is weird. Uh, yeah, super claustrophobic. So he's covering her in this plaster, and he's like, you know, your face is fucking burning or whatever. And he's like, now I'm going to cover in your cheeks, and it's gonna you're going to look like a burn victim when this is all done, but you're going to make a beautiful mask. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, I'm going to cover your mouth, and you're going to start to panic. And then you're going to start to hyperventilate, which she does. And then her breathing finally, like, slows to a crawl. He covers up her eyes, covers up her nose. Oh, see, I'm uncomfortable even you explaining I mean, this me shit. Me just even saying it. Like, yeah, ah, right. It's, you quit it, Danny. It's, it's an uncomfortable <laughs> thing to behold and acted so well because you've got this super creepy guy, pretty creepy, good-looking doll mask. Yeah. It's not uh, bad I mean, for 78, Good-looking good looking's a stretch, but... You get it. It looks like a mask someone made. Yeah. It doesn't look like, like a Hollywood a... production team spent $10,000 on making a, a realistic mask. Looks like a real killer would be like, yeah, this, this works. Yeah, I love, <laughs> love this shit. I love that for me. So he's very creepy. He's describing it in a creepy way. And even though I'm pretty sure it's just like dough from bread or whatever, it just looks like bread it dough. It might be like cake batter. It looks like biscuit dough <laughs> is what it looks like to me. Uh, but he's putting this biscuit dough on her face and her acting of like going through a seizure and shit. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, well, I say good stuff. I mean, it's unsettling. Unsettling, but, but great acting. Uh, and... Received. You know, what you yeah. were going for, I got it. You, yeah. And it was truly like, I'm uncomfortable that you got it. Nailed like, it. Absolutely nailed it. You guys are fucking weird for doing that. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. If, you're, if your objective was to make me genuinely scared and uncomfortable, Fucking nailed it. Weirdos. And then conceptually, the further <laughs> you take this guy, this crazed killer, now you know what he's about. The rest of the movie, the stakes are fucking through the roof. It is. It gets weird and gross. Yeah, it does. Like, uh, so I don't know how he, I, I, so this one chick I just is isolated. Like, her friends are gone, mm-hmm. and she's just hanging out by the bar. I don't, she's waiting on them to come back or something. I don't, yeah. I, I don't remember. But then, like, like he gets her. I don't remember how he got her. He just comes and gets he her. He just controls everything in that house. He doesn't, like, hit her or hurt her or anything? No. He just, he, he controls, like, things to up with his mind. Like, like with, Seems that way, yeah. Like, I don't... He shuts doors and stuff, they... and he, like, moves the eyes of the mannequins. Yeah, it's and like they, a... they very well may have explained it, but uh, for whatever reason, I just did not get it. So. But he gets this last girl, and he puts her on, on the bed. Oof. It was... One of the creepier scenes I've seen in a while. Pretty gross. He puts a he puts his wife's death mask on the that girl. girl. He's, he's like, like, yeah, you you're special. Me, you remember my wife? Oh god. Oh, dude, I didn't yeah. even want to talk about this. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, yeah. all right, let's let's move on to a different movie or something. I don't know. No, no, no. We can't. We, we still got. We got to give it like 
I don't know, give me like five more minutes. <laughs> uh, so, some of the casting, all right, like like Jock Guy, I don't understand a bunch of his stuff. Yeah, he because kind of, why would you put him through the torture if he's a puppet? I guess because you want to play with him. You want to play with you want to play with the people. It works at, if you think about it at the very yeah. end. It's like ah, that works. That works. They yeah. fucked him. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking creepy, man. There's like they they make so many layers to the ba- to the the bad guy. He's got so many fucking layers of psychosis wrapped on top of each other. He's fascinating, and I can only think of like. Once I once it started getting scary for me and personally, I was like, "How terrifying would this be in 1978 or 79? Or 79, whatever? yeah. How like you're in your cars and like you don't want to fly nowhere. Like everything's scary outside of where you're you're at. This it's would like, be the equivalent of if you had corn and you went and watched Children of the Corn and then went home and reaped all your corn. I mean, Children of the Corn was a scary ass movie. So. Yeah, well, it was scary as well, shit back I mean, when it came like out. Fourteen of them, but. Yeah, we were talking about the first one. <laughs> so yeah, man, um, I I I like this the the bit where he's talking about his brother the whole time, and you're like, oh shit, maybe his brother's the killer. That's fucking crazy, because he controls yeah. that other puppet that looks just like him as the killer or whatever. Yeah, and he and he starts to explain like his. He's like, oh, I don't have a or I have a brother. He's dead though, and so is my wife. Cause, yeah, because they had an affair behind my back, and he's like. Oh, so he killed the brother and he killed his wife. And but now he's trying to like bring his wife back via a new via doll. This, the, via this weird doll girl, girl. thing. Yeah, like, oof, weird man. Man, <laughs> just really needed some uh, a rebound, I guess. I need a drink. Yeah, yeah, so, I guess so. Salute. Oh yeah, here we go. <clears throat> there we Good go. Seen you for Good. like a month and a half. We yeah. haven't talked about fishing. No, no, we haven't. I actually went fishing in that time. We'll talk about it here shortly. All right. All right, right, man. So here's what I want to know, Jackson. Reviews for this aren't good. They're very middling, if anything. Yeah. So what I would like to know is, if you were going to make this a more profitable film, this is a a Charles Band production, but if you were going to make this a more profitable film and make it more interesting... What uh, what would you do? I don't know, man. This maybe for, like, for me, the only things I would change are all in the front half. Yeah, the beginning you got to hook you got to hook us a little more because I was it? not interested. I was not interested at all. In, like none of the characters minutes. are really interesting. It just kind of starts. Yeah, it's like uh, okay. you know what I mean. You don't get any development. You don't get any backstory with anybody. You don't. You're not invested in any one of these characters no. for the first like forty minutes. You're not hooked on the movie. Like you're just watching. Whatever I don't know. It's just not interesting at the beginning. The only guy you're invested in is the fucking the main guy, the bad guy, yep. the, the killer. When he walks up on those girls swimming in that pool, yeah, like, Whoa. <laughs> look at this yeah, fucking this creeper. Is fucking weird. Uh, you girls wouldn't happen to have a pussy, would you? <laughs> he's weird. He's got a shotgun. You know, he's like, oh, uh, my note. I never, forgot never that was note. him. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Oh, he just, I didn't know that. Yep, and then he takes him to the tourist trap. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, because he's like, I used to charge people to swim down yeah, here. Yeah, 75 cents a day to swim in this swimming hole. Yeah. And he had, he had his double barrel shotgun on that's him. Pretty, he's like, that's pretty fucking reasonable for 78. Uh, I don't know. It might be expensive. I mean, he I doesn't so. own water. I mean, like now so if it was like, him. oh, I'll yeah. i swim in this hole anytime I want. Well, if it's a lake. Oh. Well, it was, I think, I think it was a river, a creek. 
I don't know. Whatever it is. I just know the law. Anyway, I was like, assuming, I'll swim wherever I want. Assuming it's a body of water he owns. Uh, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he used to charge people for this. Well, if the, if you get to that spot via some, something that's on his property. You're that, trespassing. Yeah, all that tracks. But he's like, I don't charge anymore, though. We used to have 14 or 15 people down here every day. Yeah, it's Oh, man. You just explaining this right now is like weirding me out because I didn't realize it. I didn't realize he was the guy. Now I'm like, oh shit, he was oh, the you guy. D- you don't realize it until like the end of the movie. Yeah, this movie's not. This movie's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. But if you can if you can suspend disbelief to actually get into the story and get through yeah. the first thirty minutes. Man, this is pretty fucking this chilling. Is, gets pretty fucking chilling. Yeah, I would say so. This is like the, the, the like remember how when Saw came out, everybody's like, "Oh my god." You know when that girl falls in that fucking pit of needles? Yeah. Or maybe Saw 2, I don't know which one it is. Yeah, one of those. Or the girl falls in the needles and everybody goes, "Oh." <laughs> it this this was an example of a movie that because, definitely Ugh. that definitely did that. That There was two scenes in particular. I'm like, "Uh." I do, I want to get out of here, Danny. Pretty gross. <laughs> Pretty gross. Even when, even when towards the end of the movie, when she axes that dude, like in the neck. Yeah, the, it's it's like Stanley Stanley Kubrick esque because like the scenes are slow. Mm-hmm. Like like they're trying. Like at first, I thought they were just trying to be artsy. There's a there's a feeling for the whole movie. Like, is this supernatural? Yeah, but it's not. Well, the the guy's kind of supernatural. Maybe. No, he definitely is because he has superhuman did he, strength. Did he say he was like that's? that's I don't know, but he threw oh, he dude just off his back. Off his back, like like he was laying on his feet. back and he threw him against the wall. Yeah, so he just it, fucking that's launched possible. his ass. That's and then like true, he was man. moving mannequin eyes with his own eyes, so something weird was going. Well, was, he wasn't moving. Super... Turns out that the mannequins are alive. They're alive. Yeah, well, I that's, guess that's super, the worst part about super, this through supernatural parties, uh, through supernatural ways, I guess, because the, they can't open their mouths, so they can like only can see. Them. They can't shit, and one of them's got a dented nipple. Yeah, she's falling over. Some <laughs> of them can open their mouths though, because they fucking sing like, and ah. shit. That bit where they sing, they're like hovering around that girl. They get all around her and they're singing and falling on her. This might be the most unsettling movie I've seen in a long fucking time, and it's from 1979. Yeah. I'm That's never crazy. Watching this shit That's again. crazy. <laughs> uh, some some movies conceptually aren't that good or scary, but the con- the like the way the movie is put together is not good or scary, but the concept itself is the part that fucking terrifies like me. Once once you're in it, like once mm-hmm. they pull you into like here is this actual story. Here's what yeah. we wanted to get you to. Now I'm not a horror buff. I like I like I like the horror genre. I like it a lot more than I used to since we started doing this podcast. It gives me a lot more reason to check more stuff out. Yeah, but uh, I'm not a huge horror horror fanatic or whatever. I'm I do I do like horror movies. However, I'd be like, I was thinking last Halloween about this because we do you know the Ween. This is an episode the of ween. the Ween. Our Halloween content with ween, it's a Weener joke. You get it. Yeah, the Ween. Yeah, you get it. You 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 come on. Uh, you get on the Ween. Uh, so <laughs> the Ween, get it up, you. So I thought about this last year. I was like, man, what's a movie that genuinely fucking scared me? It was a movie called Oculus. Wasn't that good, but the concept of it's it's a haunted mirror that like traps you in a mirror dimension where you Ooh. don't know what's real. I feel like I, that's a lot. 
Yeah, that is a lot. The movie was okay. It was kind of like but like it opened a it part very, of your brain it was like very that, like, sci-fi. that could possibly happen. Oh wow. Well, no, it was very sci-fi horror. But uh, you know, I, I experimented with drugs when I was younger, plenty of them. Yeah. And that feeling of not knowing what's real is a real feeling that I've had before, and it's very scary. Yeah. So just that concept of that being part of how the movie worked was like fucking fucked my shit like, up. I need to figure this out real yeah, quick. <laughs> I was uh, I was not not into it. Like it's the only scary movie that I have watched since I was a fucking child that gave me fucking nightmares. And this movie gave me that same vibe. Like, God, this is a fucking creepy-ass prospect. And it doesn't look terrible. Like, it, it, doesn't lo- look it terrible. looks like it was made in 1979. Yeah. That's the part I'm saying. Like, you got to just let that bit go. In, in the first 20, 30 minutes, you got to get through. Yeah. Like, it's it doesn't hook you, but, like, if you wait through that, you're in for it's it. It's easily 30 minutes, too. It is a real slow start. Um, the movie for me that like when I was growing up that was that really terrified me was uh Friday the thirteenth. No, not Friday, uh Nightmare on Elm Nightmare Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. That's a big one for a lot of people. The I had nightmares. <laughs> I mean I mean quite literally like that movie gave me nightmares. You know what did it for me? <sighs> a movie that's not a horror movie, The Dark Crystal. What's that? Those it's like a Jim Henson production. It's like a dark puppet. There's puppets. Okay. And they're just fucking creepy and oily looking and fucking greasy and I've gross. never seen it. I don't know. And for whatever reason, lo- loving horror as a, as a kid, I watched fucking Beetlejuice and Poltergeist. Yeah. I, lo- I loved that shit. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, People Under the Stairs. It. I, f- I loved all those movies. Uh, and then I watched this fucking movie about puppets from Jim Henson and it would give me fucking nightmares because the the bird puppets the I think they're called the Skeksis just fucking creepy looking and they would pop up in my nightmares and I'd be like oh my god they're real <laughs> there's certain like I think genres of horror that are I don't know like in everybody's individual psyche at some level like it's yeah. going to scare you to this point what because what speaks to some people won't speak to everybody right yeah, part part of the idea can be what's what's scary, uh, and this this does a really good job, it's man. Unsettling it's really fun. It's just something in the front. I need some. Need a hook. Need a hook bait. I need some story. Yeah, I need something like maybe, like, like right. make me care. Like Cabin in the Woods. You seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, it's great okay, movie. the first ten minutes of Cabin in the Woods, you get an introduction to all the characters. You kind of learn what their character types are. They all meet up. The, ha ha ha! They, they give the each other shit. So you can kind of tell where the hierarchy is. Yeah. They get in the car and they go to the thing. Yep. They could have done that. Just that. that. Just give me a little bit of that. Just an opening. Yeah. Just 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 make me care just a little bit. This just kind of kicks off and goes. And then the guy gets murdered. I honestly don't even remember the first part of it. Now that I'm like trying to think of it. Well, there was a really long intro. Like that weird music. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of super weird piano music and orchestra behind it. it was yeah, weird. what did it say? Like on the subtitles, it popped up and said like quirky music or something I, like that. Was, I don't yeah, know. it was very. Uh, I, uh, it seemed really yeah. out of place, but now having watched the movie, that intro music makes a lot more it's sense. A lot more uh, terrifying. Actually. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking insane that this is rated PG thirteen. This is hard R in my opinion. I would not watch this until I was thirty. <laughs> That's fine. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I would maybe wait a different amount of time. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Who knows such things? 
Uh, yeah, a pleasant, pleasant surprise. Uh, good, good recommendation. Uh, to to pair it with um, Wicker. I don't know, man. To pair it kinda, with the, to pair it kinda, with the other that, movie. That, that one kind of fucks me. Up. <laughs> I think he nailed it. I think he nailed it, man. Well, yeah. that's that's what I want to do this show for. Yeah. Because like I don't, I don't like watching bad movies. I don't like watching bad. Bad like movies that are just They're bad. Just bad in general. Yeah, nobody wants to waste. You want to watch a fun bad movie? I do or like a I, bad movie that's like, oh wow, that's actually kind of good. I do like making fun of shit. I like hanging out with my friends. I like having a couple of beers. But also, I like a hidden gem. And I think this, this is. is I think this is a hidden gem. This Halloween, if you have never seen Tourist Trap, and you want to snuggle up with your old lady and genuinely make her fucking uncomfortable. And yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to do it. Because me and Jackson, we're in the... We're, I wanted to hold on to Danny. We're grown-ass men, <laughs> and we were like, dude, this is kind of scary for real. Broad daylight. You know, watching it broad daylight. Sun's still up. You see it coming through the curtains. Fucking scary, man. It's just scary un- shit. Just unsettling scenes. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good writing in that second leg. That first bit, though, just... Like they did, like know, they do, knew what they wanted to get to, right? You don't even have to recast. I thought the casting was fine. It was, yeah, it was great. Yeah, actually, the, looking back, it was like some of the acting pretty decent. Yeah. So we're gonna rate this, except for that guy in the beginning. Yeah, how many? How many fucking uh, face mask? If you had, if you, if you thumb, if you had ten, all your ten fingers, they're actually thumbs. But guess what? Wait a minute, those thumbs, they're buckets of plaster. So I can't read this as a bad movie anymore. Still rate it on that scale. Rate it as a, I don't know, a fun fucking Halloween movie. Because it's the ween, you know. I'm going to give it a nine. You're going to give it a nine? That's fucking sick, bro. I can't I can't I rate it as a think, bad movie. I think it, just because this is like the Halloween content. And it's that, it's that, you know, we are recording this greatly in advance. Today is September 16th. However, when this comes out, it's going to be like middle, late October. I think this is a great fucking Halloween movie, like fucking great. And I think yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna give it a nine five. Hell yeah! I think this is good. Uh, you can do the rental off Amazon now. I'm sure there are multiple copies cuts. Some of these are probably restorals. I'm assuming the one that we watched was a restoral because it was pretty clean. It was pretty clean. Pretty clean for Charles Band, 1979, uh, fucking you know exploitation horror film. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it looked great. Uh, yeah, this would be a fun one to watch. Just, you know, when you put it on, then go make your popcorn, get your drink. Yeah. And then by the time you get settled in, it'll it'll start to be off to the races in a few minutes. And it just gets fucking it gets more weird. and more well, wild. It might, it might just get too uncomfortable for some people. It might get too uncomfortable I for some people. I got uncomfortable at the point. I was like, okay, Danny. <laughs> you, know, you know what else is uncomfortable? Next segment of the show. Hey, what you watching? Jackson, what you been watching, brother? Oh, man. I don't know. Life's been busy, oh, man. fuck. That's it? <laughs> I've seen you in months. So what you watching? You're like, fuck, I don't know. So last time I was here, we went fishing the day after, and we yeah. caught a deer. We did catch a deer. Yeah, if you recall seeing any of those uh, videos on our Instagram, Twitter, fucking wherever I posted them. Uh, yeah, we awesome. found a random... I found a random woodland deer like it just followed us upstream half mile more than that you think so it's like a mile followed us forever it's cool i was like all right this thing's gonna run away soon the pretty little buck what do you think it was two two three no one one One? and a half yeah smaller than that might might have been two cool 
It's cool. Yeah, so we to had, just uh, have a deer hanging out with us. A deer with a handkerchief. So we thought it might be a pet deer, but at the same time, it was in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Middle of the woods. There's nothing like, there's no fences or anything. Nope. Just, nope. A, just a buck wearing a green bandana. So we think it had like some type of health issue we, where it was not afraid of anything. Yeah, they do have a, um, let me see here what it's called. All right, so it's called CWD, chronic wasting disease, a deadly illness in the white-tailed deer and other members of the deer family called cervids. Uh, the disease has been found in Missouri and is slowly spreading. The MDC is working with conservationist partners to find cases, uh, so find I was, cases of CWD and limit its spread. So I was somewhat terrified at the very beginning because me and Danny walking the creek, fishing, having a good time, catching some fish, you know, some pretty good fish, pretty good water mm-hmm. we're wading through. All of a sudden, hear this... Like sprinting through the woods at me and Danny. Yeah. I have a fishing pole. Cat. <laughs> My first thought was cat. I have a fishing pole, Danny. And then there's, this little buck pops out. I'm like, oh, it's going to run away or it's going to freeze. I didn't even see it because it was right on top of me. And then it just. Like I looked over it and it was like almost licking me. Yeah. It pops out and immediately goes straight to Danny and starts licking Danny. Yep. I'm like, what? Is going on. Like, this is not Bro, real. Look, I got real close to petting a fox when I was a kid. I almost pet a blue herring. That's right. Oh. Right. Dang, that's uh, tough. I got real fucking close to an owl. That's even tougher. I picked up a Nighthawk, which sounds like Nighthawk. a sneaker or a video game or something. It's on Mortal Kombat. It's a, it's, a type of, it's a type of bird that eats mosquitoes. Uh, it was really it was really foggy and it flew into a stop sign and i picked it up until it regained consciousness (laughs) uh i've held a i've held a baby sparrow i held a oh god it's a yellow bird i can't remember what they're called tweety bird Mm, no no not a canary (laughs) no it's a it's a just a wild bird uh looked like it was freezing to death so i picked it up and and cupped it in my hands and warmed it up until it flew off held a guy i held Two bats, and now I had a deer come up to me and lick me, and we wrestled around a little bit, and I pet him and loved Literally on him. Literally grabbed his horns. I'm a fucking Disney princess, bro. I know. You are. <laughs> that thing, like, came up to you, and, and I was like, don't touch that. Like, it's got rabies. No, I'll wrestle it. And then, and then it just starts coming up to Danny, and I'm like... Are you going to... Still guess, had the felt on its I'm antlers like, are you going to touch really, this thing? Like, and then really Danny cool. reaches out and just like... He's playing with his horns. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Well, that that disease that they're that they're getting that's slowly spreading. What they get it from is it's only transferred. This is my understanding. This could be incorrect, but this is what I understand from um, uh, Missouri Conservation. Okay. Uh, the the disease is only spread through consumption of the bone marrow. So they're eating their own bones. Yeah, yeah. Deer eat bones and shit. They'll happen oh, they're across eating, some like bones. dead animal bone. Exactly. Yeah. So if you kill a deer and you take it to conservation, they will test it for this disease. If it has it, you can still eat it. I didn't know that. You can still eat it, but you have to bury the the carcass. Okay. Huh. I didn't know you could still eat it. Yeah. You can still eat it. That's why I was like, oh, I'll play with it. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, it's not like it's going to. I wanted to run. My first reaction was like, this deer's (laughs) on rabies. I'm running. It's going to chase me through the river. It was chill as fuck. I was like, ah. Well, I went fishing since then. Okay. And for the first time in a really, really, really long time, I got 
absolutely skunked. Whoa. Did not catch a thing. It was the coldest water I've been in in fucking I don't know how long. Was it the same stretch? No, I was uh, I was down near Arkansas fishing a place called Warm Fork. So you could have been fishing for trout. I, that as soon as I got out, I was like, we got, got out and got back to the truck, and I was like, well, I'm fucking Google this shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it says there's trout in here. I bet there, I bet there are no bass in this stretch. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. that's kind of how they they do. Yeah. You know, it's a little too cold. Uh, so yeah, first time in a long time, got absolutely skunked, even did a couple of change-ups, but I wasn't equipped to throw like a rooster tail or something like that. Mm, man, didn't, those are hard days. Didn't even bring my fly rod. Those are hard days, and but- that water was so fucking cold. What's nice though, is walking the stream, I actually rolled my ankle pretty hard, but because I had it in ice water for several hours, <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me because you know, like we're... it bothered me a bit the next day, and other than that, literally it was fine because I I iced it for hours. Hours. Well, it's, that reminds me of when we walk. We're walking our stretch at the very end. Mm-hmm. It was super cold, and we're like we didn't want to like walk through that like mossy water. Oh yeah, and it was literally a spring. It was Just like fucking crystal clear. I was like, Danny, my feet are freezing. I gotta get out of the water. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna like die here. <laughs> I'm gonna get hypothermia. My feet yeah. are gonna turn blue. Good shit, man. Good, good fucking man, fun shit. A day on the river, day fishing, beats a day at work any day. Oh, yeah. Said, uh, what's the old, the old moniker, uh, a bad day fishing beats a good day at the office? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I mean, you ain't got to catch nothing. You've you you been, get, like, you been getting into anything else? You're like you're like one of our resident anime guys. You've been getting into any anime? Man, I've been like not watching much, honestly. I don't know. Like I've been head down with my work. Just trying to work on that, and then uh, playing any games, any uh, I'll play any ha- reading material, some Halo Infinite. Um, I'm trying to get better before I send you more invites. I don't uh, want you to think I'm rude and just don't want to play with you. I just oh, I just need to get a little better. First. I do not care, Danny. Okay. I, I like playing social because how you play with me is how I play with Gary, and Gary is a hundred times better than I am. And I'm like, damn, but. Like I want to take it serious, but also I'm like I want to have fun too. Yeah, I I used to be I used to be very very good, but it was li- like literally I played Halo six days a week for several hours a day. Yeah, it was it was a lot of what I did, and you know what? When was I was awesome. at work, I was wishing I was at home playing Halo. So I it was w- awesome. I would have been better uh, if I had the time, but it, that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm like, I like to get on, play a couple matches, get my ass kicked a few times. And I'm like, all right, I'll have one or two good games and be like, ah, I should probably call it there. See, like I, I have, like when I'm playing with you, I have fun. It's cause, well, I don't know. I'm, it doesn't matter if we want to bad. I got to play with you one time and just fucking absolutely turn it on. Shred. You and me played a couple of games together and I don't think I got over like 11 kills. Nah, I, I mean, stopped playing with you, or it was like the next day where I played a regular game and of you Slayer. Sent me a screenshot. And I sent you a screenshot. Well, this was like no, this was like last week. I was like, I tried to kill a guy with the assault rifle, no luck. I tried to kill a guy with the assault rifle again, no luck. <laughs> I switched it up. I was like, all right, I'm going magnums, oh. and I used the magnum, the like jet boost or whatever, the speed, yeah. the speed boost thing, yeah. and fucking sticky grenades, and wound up with twenty, uh, twenty one or twenty two, nice, and was just. Dominating fucking ever, just sticking people in. Cow, 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 cow. I mean, great. I, I love it when I, I get on. I like a, get on a good tear. It, like I remember, like going back to like my compet, like more competitive day. Like if I was playing basketball, God, super competitive with basketball, and there would be days 
no one could guard me. And that's how I feel like with Halo some days. I'm like some days you're unstoppable. Like no like all right, everybody's in the same lobby. I'm good. Like I got it. Cause like I got the I got the movement down today. I got the thought process and the maps memorized. Whatever. So I no got biggie, this. baby. Yeah, I I'm still like learning the maps. I walk into walls a lot because I'm like <laughs> strafing and shit, but I'm stuck on a wall because I'm not sure where they're at. Well, and this Halo has a different like aiming system, so it throws a lot of people off. Like it throws me off way. Like I don't know. I don't even want to talk about the aiming system. It pisses me off, honestly. Here's the ultimate question: Will three four three or three four five or whatever the name of the studio? Three four three. Will three four three ever make a really good Halo game? Do you think? I I, I think Halo Infinite is a good Halo game because it brings us back to Halo Two and our roots. It slows the gameplay down. Oh shit! I got a thing to talk about. Okay. I'm gonna buy Splatoon three as soon as we're done here. What is Splatoon? It's a first person shooter on the Nintendo platform, and it's done like five v five or six v six or whatever. You have these giant fucking maps, and one team will be, like, green, the other team will be pink. The obje- Although you can kill opposite team members, uh, that sends them, that gives them a respawn, sends them back to the starting point. That's not the objective. The objective is to paint more of the map. Okay. But you can also swim. So once you have an area of the map painted, like, halfway through the game, you have approximately half of the map painted. You can turn into a squid and swim through the ink. And that refills your ink, and you go twice as fast. Huh. So there's like a traversal gimmick to it as well. I like it. Like, you traversing the map is part of the game. I, I, I like that thought. Like, Dude, it is so much fucking like, fun. Like a world building type. It's very, very fun. Yeah, and I'm downloading that as soon as we're out of here. I forgot that was actually on my list of things to do this weekend was nice. to download Splatoon 3. I haven't played it. I haven't heard of it. It sounds, sounds fun. Well, when I got a Nintendo Switch, my brother-in-law was like, hey, man, you got to get Splatoon 2. You'll love it. And I was like, I was looking at it, and I was like, I don't know, man, but I don't really have any other recommendations. I just bought this fucking Nintendo. Fine, I'll try it out. Holy shit, man. I was hooked, like, immediately. I played, like, three games, and I was like, oh, fuck, I get it. Nice. Super fun. Super fun. Even if you're getting your ass beat, it's super fun. Well... <laughs> Which is weird because when I'm getting my ass beat at Halo or Rocket League or Turbo Golf it's Racing, kinda, like, you I'm know not it's having a, fun. Like you, you know it's in a competitive scenario. Like you're saying, it's like this is kind of world building. Like you might get beat, but it doesn't matter because it's just a good time. They're very like Halo maps though. Okay. It would be cool. Actually, it would be really cool if they like traded maps. Like if Splatoon got a Halo map and Halo got a Splatoon map. Honestly, like map building is an art. Yeah, yeah, it sure like is. Like it has, like you have to have good maps, and the layout of those maps have to be, have to line up. Mm-hmm. And they like feel they good. have there's to make sense. Be, there's got to be quick escapes and ambush points. Ambush points. They have to have like you have to have the power weapons in a certain spot. You have to have like something everybody goes for in a certain spot. It's like and rewarded for going for it and yeah. winning. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yes, I'm really looking forward to playing that. Um, So I'm sure as people are listening to this, because I've got so much backlog right now, that I talked about getting a comic book called God Country. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that I was waiting for it to come. It came in this week, so I got it. Uh, And I opened it and I read the, 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 the fucking prologue in the beginning. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I had shit to do. 
<laughs> so I read approximately three lines of it. Three I think lines. It's, it's like a poem, and I was like, this is going to be dope. But I haven't got to sit down and read it yet. I am hoping to get through it this week. It looks like a breezy read. Like, watch, pretty cool. Watchmen took me forever to read because it is fucking dense. And I already knew what happened, so I kind of had to force myself to read it. Yeah. Uh, but this is brand new content. It is a third, maybe, as long as Watchmen, if that. And the it just it looks like it is not as dense. It looks good. Yeah. From what yeah. I saw, I was like, man, it looks pretty dope. Looks fun. Art style is fucking cool. Yeah. And I'm told it is quite the epic, which uh, I am ready to sink my teeth into. So hopefully the next episode of this podcast, I will have a uh, brief, comprehensive review. Yeah. Look forward to hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, me it's too. sweet, man. Is there uh, anything that is getting ready to come out that you're interested in as far as movies go? I mean, I've, like I said, I've been behind on shit. Like, like. There's stuff that's out now that I'm like, I need to watch. Like what? Give me one or two. So I've been saving the last episode of Stranger Things. Like the the last episode. I'm like just savoring it right now. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> you haven't had it spoiled for you yet? That's good. Shut it. Shut it. Yeah, no, I won't, I won't say anything about um, it. I mean, I, I don't get on the internet on like look for stuff. I'm like, I don't, whatever. Yeah, I think it's just because I do this podcast and then I do the, the Hollywood Thumb, the movie news podcast. Yeah. That I, it's like, it's all of my, all of my like, social network stuff is movie stuff. And you're seeing it. Yeah. Which for me, I'm like, I, I see something, I'm like, I want to watch it, but I got shit to do. And then I'm like, then I go back and I watch it. I'm like, that was awesome. Or I was Fuck. like, why do I wait for that? I've been going through this thing where, where I will f- see a stand up comedy routine. Yeah. And I'll, I'll make a mental note of it. And then I will put it on my phone while I'm at work and listen to it in my headphones. I won't watch it, but I will listen to it. I mean, most stand-up comedies, like, unless they're... Not a lot of it's visual. Yeah, and unless they're a physical, like, visual type person, which I don't think you I don't think you have to be if you're a stand-up comic, comic to be able to be funny. Like, just start your storytelling. A bunch of them don't. Uh, a storytelling in a, in, a, in a funny Richard, way. Pr- Richard Pryor uses a lot of visual comedy, apart from Richard Pryor. I'm struggling to think of another one. Uh, Bo Burnham uses a lot of visual comedy. Uh, Sam Kinison. Sam Ken. Now Sam Kinison screams a lot. It screams, but like you, like his presence and things. His, like, yeah, you can if, just if listen you, to if that. You know and be happy. He, if you know what he looks like, you you get it. Yeah, sure. Uh, so there's there's not a lot of uh, gags that you'll only get with your eyeballs, but uh, yeah, no, that's a that's another thing I've been getting into lately. Um, nice. I've been listening to more music, but nothing new. Okay. So yeah, I what, I would, hmm. what I would really love is a really good punk rock album and a really good heavy metal album to listen to that, that are new. They'll be like, here, this is the cream of the crop, baby. So if anybody has any recommendations, I would love it if you'd write me at it's just two movies at gmail.com. No, yeah, what y'all wait, got? Wait, at it's just two movies on Twitter or Instagram. It's just two movies at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook. It's just two movies. On TikTok, I think it's the same thing. It's just two movies. Yeah, it's just two. It's not like a lot or a big investment. It's just two movies. It's just two movies. Pretty easy stuff. Uh, Yeah, if you guys could could write me anything like that. Like, I've been listening to more music frequently. I've been playing a little more music recently. Uh, My my kid's getting into band, learning how to play the clarinet, so that's fucking cool. Nice. Uh, It's just an absolute natural at it. Awesome. Has fucking amazing sustain for someone who's never touched a reed (laughs) instrument in her life. (laughs) It is uh, fucking it's fucking crazy, man, because I can barely get sound out of it. And I've played readed instruments. Yeah, I mean I, I played the alto sax at one point in my young life. 
decent at it until they told me that I had to do jazz band. I couldn't like, I had no rhythm. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm white. (laughs) You are Caucasian. It says, it says here that's how I found out. It says like, here you're cock Asian. That's terrible. You're clearly a white man. <laughs> I've been listening to. We had Jeremy Jones from Destroy the Brain on the podcast. Yeah, how, yeah. Um, I had listened to a couple of you know obviously several episodes before he came on because uh, I do a lot of homework and I have a lot of time to listen to shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'd listened to a lot of Destroy the Brain podcast. Having listened to that breath of it and having listened to like one or two episodes previously, now I'm I'm just in on it. In so on I'm it. just going to listen to just it until I'm caught up. Full tilt. Yeah, they've got like 80 something episodes. So, so I'm not I'm not familiar with it. Tell me a little more. Destroy the Brain. Um, they, they do a couple of different t- styles of episodes, but essentially like the movie that we just watched, uh, Taurus Trap, they do films like that. Okay. So we're talking mostly like horror, goopy, goopy monsters and, and horror gags. Okay. And that kind of stuff. Uh, really great, uh, great bunch of guys. Nice. Great bunch of guys. Uh, Andy, Andy Triefenbach and, uh, Jeremy Jones. And, uh, I think you can check their stuff out at Destroy the Brain on Instagram and probably Twitter and maybe other platforms. I'm not real sure. Not my podcast, but uh, I'm enjoying the show because I'm a fucking movie nerd. So if you're into that stuff, you might be into that. Sweet. I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a go. Um, I think that's all I've got, man. You got anything else you want to add or, or kind of pepper in there? Nah, not really. Okay. That works. I have a boring life. Well, I have been Daniel King. This has been Jackson. And here, as we say at the end of every episode, if it's just two movies. We say something? You guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's go, let's go, let's go. We're a one-eyed Batman. Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns, we fight with the mind. Guys in business is a boomer. That is one big pile of shit. <laughs> Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. I just wanted to throw out a couple of special thanks for the folks that make this show possible. Uh, big thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams, Lamplighter Production for our artwork, God-Sized and Growing for some musical guest appearances, and uh, Dave, who's our YouTube editor. We, we probably wouldn't even be on that platform were it not for him. Uh, if you want to check out anything any of these amazing people are working on, all of their links are in the description for this episode. If you want to contact the show, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at It's Just Two Movies. Uh, we've got a Facebook page now, um, so that's on there. Uh, you can always leave us a comment on YouTube, uh, or you can email us at It's Just Two Movies at gmail.com. Okay, yeah, and uh, if you like the show, you know, um, uh, like, subscribe, leave us, a, leave us a review. That that stuff helps tremendously. Right, I could do it. Yeah, I know I could. I'm an adult. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Just to prove it to myself, I'm going to not do that thing. Right, okay. I know I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to look at my phone or watch TV or play Xbox. At some point, 